So you, uh, you want to go camping and uh, take a trip by yourself out in the woods all alone with nobody else. But maybe you and your dog or just you by yourself in the woods, the scary place, the lions, the tigers, the bears. Oh, my. Here's my stepper guidelines. How to make sure that you're prepared whenever you go out for your solo trips. Let's go. Hit it. Yeah, thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for coming back for episode five of In The Sticks podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Williams, as always. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening for this episode of Solo Trips, as titled in the title menu. To start off, we're going to go with uh, with planning your trip in general. And there's many different ways that you can do this and that you can go about doing this. And one of those is to use either Google Maps, which is going to give you a rough estimate of, of what uh, the terrain and stuff, you know, maybe some camping sites that you can kind of eyeball just from overhead using the satellite images. But uh, the, the best bet is going to be Gaia GPS or even Onyx. I haven't ventured so much into Onyx as much. I've, I've just dabbled a little bit with it. But with Gaia, I've used it enough that I know, you know, kind of what's what. Um, it, it does tell you what trails go for ATVs or 4x4 rigs. Most of them. I don't think all of them are in there or stay up to date. But uh, there, there's different many variety of videos and stuff online that will give you a rundown of Gaia GPS and other apps and stuff that you can use to, to help with your trip planning. But just a, a brief thing, because like I said, a lot of people have hit on this and spent time and time and time again on it. Just Gaia GPS or Onyx and then mash that with uh, Google satellite imagery to kind of give you the, especially if you haven't been somewhere, obviously if you've been there before, then you already know it's already in your app or, you know, waypoint, whatever you have saved. But that would be my suggestion. If you haven't been to that place, try to plan ahead. Next will be your communication. Uh, the communication is probably one of the most important keys out of all these uh, bullet points here. Simply because if you do not have communication and something severe happens, you get a, a, a major snake bit, snake, snake bit, good old daggum snake bit on your boot. Uh, if you get a snake bite, you know, you will be able to actually communicate with somebody to, to get help or whatever. So with the communication aspect, there's there's different many ways out there that you can do it. What my plan is to do is to either go with one of these two Garmin satellites, either the InReach Mini, uh, which will run you 350 They did have a sale on it here previously for about $300, so that's that's usually a pretty good price around that range. And, or the, uh, the InReach Explorer, which will actually can be used as a communication device or as a GPS as well, which will run you about 450 I haven't really decided which one I want to use yet exactly, I know they're pretty similar, like I said, except for the InReach Explorer will give you actual GPS capabilities on the unit. But you can link both of those units 
on the Garmin app and will give you a map view style to, to give you service basically while you're out there. But going back to backtracking up to Gaia uh, and even on X, you can pre-download your maps, which is what I have done. It's basically for the west, the northern west half of the state where the Wachita and the Ozarks are. You can pre-download it beforehand. That way if you run out of service or you don't have uh, no bars is what I was going to say, the old talking to me, but no service, then you will still be able to use that app and, and navigate to where you need to get to. But, uh, yeah, the InReach Mini or the InReach Explorer, um, the plans for those, because you will also need a separate plan to be able to actually communicate, and those kind of vary. The best plan, in my opinion, and, it, and again, it just depends on how much you want to communicate. So to kind of do a rundown of the plans that you have, so you have the safety plan, which is basically 10 text messages to shorten it down to you, 10 minute interval tracking. And then for 10 cents each, you can send your tracker points, location request. You also get one text message of basic weather and the premium weather is a dollar each. The annual plan for that, the safety plan, is about $12 a month, or the freedom plan, which is $15 a month. So the annual plan will be obviously a year a year subscription at $12 a month versus the freedom plan, which is a month-to-month base, and it will be $15. So you're looking at about $3 difference per month. So if it's something that you do every month, every week, whatever, you know, obviously the the annual plans would be the better situation, but you've got the safety plan, the recreation. So the difference in the safety and the recreation is uh, a difference in 30 text messages per month. Um, then next you will still have the same 10 minute tracking intervals. The send track points and location request is still unlimited uh, for the recreation and everything else is still the same as far as basic weather, one text message each, a dollar for premium weather. The expedition is like the expertise, the advanced of the advanced. You get unlimited SOS, which is in all of them. I don't know why I just said that one, but you get unlimited text messaging. You get uh, two-minute interval tracking. You also have uh, unlimited basic weather, and then the premium weather is still a, a dollar each. But... Uh, so to give you the rundown of price of safety for the annual plans, it will be uh, $11 or $12 a month for the safety plan versus the uh, $15 if you do it month to month. Or you've got the recreation, which is $25 a month, the annual plan, or you've got $35 for the month to month plan. And then the expedition is $50 a month versus the $65 month to month plan. So it just depends on how much you want to be able to talk to somebody or send your waypoints. And honestly, the, the safety or the recreation would probably be best. I say best, depends on how much you want to use it or need to communicate with somebody. But for some reason, if even if you go with a safety plan, and you only go two times a month, or you go six months out of the year, which is pretty much what I do, I would go with the annual, or excuse me, the, the freedom plan, which is $15 a month. You can cancel it any time. And then if you need to send more text messages, they're 50 cents each, which is pretty pricey. But 
if you was to go with the safety plan, which is the cheapest one, basically the intermediate, and you went with the $15 a month, which is just month to month, you've still got about a $20 difference, which is the $35 a month there that you can play with. So you only get 30, basically 30 more text messages each for the recreation plan. So you can do the math on that. I was trying to do it in my head and damn, I about went about blew a gasket trying to figure that out. But you can go on Garmin and like I said, you get you a better idea and look at and compare what would be best for you for the, uh, the Garmin satellite. And this is all obviously if you don't have service, but if you've been, you know, obviously if you've been in the place before, then you'll know, Hey, I've got service and you know, I don't necessarily have to have one of these. But if for some reason you're going to somewhere that you have not been yet, this is a great, great communication uh, devices for you. And there's other other brands out there. It's not just Garmin, so don't don't lean just towards Garmin because I said it. There's there's obviously other brands out there that you can go with. This is just kind of where I plan to lead towards in the future um, with with more trips and more plans by myself and my, and my dog. So uh, let's see here uh, preparedness. You know, obviously the the basis of food and water, you know, more is better for some reason that you happen to get out there and you get stranded and you either don't have a communication device or you do have a communication device and you're either waiting on somebody to pick you up unless it's a serious, serious injury, then obviously you can hit the SOS button on there and they will come and find you. But no, only do that for serious issues. So, you know, basically food and water always carry extra i do the same thing just carry extra just in case who knows you might get more hungry more hungry you might get hungrier throughout the day and end up eating an extra meal so i usually will bring extra food with me not to mention the kind of roman new roman numerals roman noodles packages that i take just extra of those just in case the survival situation kind of come down the uh, mountain house meals and stuff that you can take as well next would be protection of some sort i always carry a pistol with me in my console of my truck and then when i either get out and start prepping stuff around and you know obviously unless it's daylight and i'm kind of in a secluded area i usually won't pull it out until it starts getting closer to dark and then once i end up going to bed in the tent i will take my pistol with me and a flashlight you know in, in case of whatever maybe animals or somebody tries to come up and you never know with people nowadays, especially there's some crazy ass fucking people out there, especially druggies and everything else. So you you never know. So just like I said, be prepared. Uh, you know, you could even have a knife, uh, bear spray, even a taser. You know, out of all those, my top recommendation would be to have a pistol with you. Shoot it and use it often so you get comfortable with it. Uh, next would be your recovery gear. Uh, just basically be self-sufficient. So if something happens, you know, obviously, even for me, something major happens on the trail, I'm not going to be able to fix it. I've only got basic, basic tools. So, you know, make sure you, you have a spare tire unless you've been there before. Uh, a way to change your spare tire, obviously. Uh, basically stuff to be able to get you in and out safely and, and efficiently you know, even like extra gas, stuff like that, you know, just basically try to be prepared for the worst. And there's still, you know, you obviously when, if you're just now starting out, you're not going to have all this stuff right off the bat. 
So maybe take a few trips with other people or, you know, take take two or three trips with, you know, a, a couple people, even if they're just now starting out too. At least you'll get out. You have more than one vehicle in case your vehicle, something happens. The, the rarity of all two or three of y'all's vehicles going out is a slim to none chance. And maybe y'all just, you know, flipped a penny and it landed on heads, every one of you, and y'all just had a, a bad a hand of bad luck that day. I mean, that would be obviously the worst of the worst, but you know, try to, try to just be self-sufficient in, in that recovery gear to get you back in and out. And next would be a uh, battery or chargers, a way to charge up your devices, your phones, uh, even your Garmin in reaches. If you don't have any of those devices, which most of them are pretty cheap nowadays, especially if you get like the little handheld size battery chargers, those will at least recharge your phone a couple of times. And if not, while you're driving or while you're out trail riding, have this stuff on the charger charging while you're moving and driving in your car. That way, whenever you pull it off and you just decide to stop and camp somewhere, you will have full battery from the get-go. That, that's a way to try to stay ahead of the game there with that. But if not, if you're looking for a battery or chargers, like I said, the little small handheld ones, they're pretty readily available from Walmart, Amazon, wherever pretty much you buy food and water at. They're, they're going to be there. Uh, the other one that I use is the Jackery 250, and it has actual wall plugins, two USBs, and a 12-volt cigarette lighter, and that thing, I have yet to run out of battery in it whatsoever. I don't even think I've went below 60%, and that's... That's charging my camera, my phone multiple times, laptops, iPads. I mean, I've had just about anything and everything else on there charging it. I've also got picked up from Harbor Freight. It's like a kind of like a little, it's a, it's about an eight inch light, a floodlight, I guess you could say, that I use to hang up to shine out for food or whatever else or just give me some light at camp and it on the back of it it actually has a usb plug that will charge at the same time it's being used so i've got multiple ways that i can charge stuff if i need to be so yeah i think that's pretty much uh pretty much it for this episode we're gonna wrap it up if you have any other questions like i said i'm not a pro by all means these are my experiences what i've went through what i've been through trying to be prepared for the future and stuff that happens you know later on if i decide to go i do not go down super treacherous i can't even speak treacherous roads or super and that's another thing with gaia like i said it'll tell you you know kind of the the grade in the roads i say the grade to basically give you narrow down if it's four by four dirt road kind of stuff like that what vehicles can go down it but there's there's a lot of videos on that that will actually give you a breakdown on YouTube and explain exactly what's what on the map. So it's, it'd be a waste of time for me to sit here and tell you, Hey, this dotted line means this, this solid line means this. So go to YouTube, type that in, check it out. Other than that, that's it for me, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I hope we both learned something. Get out in the woods, enjoy yourself, get a little mud on your vehicle. I love y'all. Peace out.